0: Hallelujah. Ah, I feel the excitement here in the sanctuary. Blessed be God. Amen. Wonderful weekend. God is touching the whole man. Every human being is a spirit that lives in the body and has a soul. I repeat every human being is a spirit being that lives in the body and has a soul. That is the whole man, the whole person. A human being is three parts in one. It's a trichotomy. Three parts in one. Just come along with me. I've started the word, so stay focused. Praise God. No talking the sanctuary. It's very distracting. Whenever that happens, please. Amen? Praise God. So let's, let's go. Let's go. Amen? Praise God. You got to revere God. Amen? This is a work of God. Another work of God. We good? All right. So, the Bible says in Hebrews 4, 12 and 13, Hebrews 4, 12 and 13, that the word of God, the word of God is living,
1: not dead, is alive. Amen? And the word of God is powerful full of power,
0: more powerful than any problem, any challenge, any spirit, anything you're going through. Praise God. Just a quick prophetic word. You already know it, but the Lord said to me on the one that drive up today that you got to tell you this, don't focus on what the devil is telling you, what's going on with you. Focus on him. Whenever, amen, whenever Satan brings it, whatever it is, take your attention right away to God. Amen. And, I, and God will bring the deliverance. I will give you a specific experience that I had. I have had, and then it was repeated today in line with this message that God gave me to tell you. He will bring deliverance if you take your mind off of what is happening, what you're going through, no matter how troublesome it is. If the authorities, the medical practitioners, your medical team said we can't help anymore, we just don't know what to do. See, they are human. And there's only so much any human being the best can do. But God can do more than humans can do. So it is your responsibility to take your mind off the natural to the supernatural, off the human level to the divine level. Are you with me? This is important. Amen. And God said the moment you do that, he'll release his power and his anointing to break whatever that yoke is and give you the breakthrough. That's a prophetic word. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, so I received this word as I'm dr- literally just driving today. Receive the word. And in a couple, couple minutes after, so I'm rejoicing, praising God, you know, driving just having a great hallelujah time, you know? And you know, the devil doesn't like that. He doesn't, you know, want you to praise God, first of all, and he doesn't want you to have peace. Just barely two minutes after that, I see this truck, an 18-wheeler, right? And it's a kind that not just, you know, it has the, the head and it's pulling the trailer, but it has metal in the front, of, of the, the, the head of the, of the truck. You know, some of them have medals. I don't know what they call them, but, you know, they have medals. And then I, the moment I see it, I mean, imagine I'm rejoicing about the service, focusing on the service, but the moment I see it, I'm taken back to
1: the time that the truck hit my vehicle on purpose. And fear just was coming in. I, immediately,
0: I, I, I'm a pastor, but I tell you, I'll be, be honest, I will tell you. It was like fear was coming in. And so I see this picture, and I see, and he has this medal, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, what if he also gets angry or wh- whatever? And, and he tries to hit me. And it's just taking back. that day. So I'm driving in the present but my emotions and my mind are not in the present they are being taken back to an experience and that very moment the spirit of God greater is he who is in you hallelujah than he that is in the world the Lord is real he's with us that very moment he said what did I just
1: tell you What I told you to tell my people is not for them only. You are
0: my child. It's for you also. Fight this thought now. Hallelujah. Fix your mind on me. My power is greater than this truck. When you did not know that someone had planned to come and hit your car, I drew your attention to it. And I sent my angels to surround your vehicle. That a truck like this with all this iron hit your vehicle. Nothing was broken. There was no trauma to your body. There was no trauma to my body. Nothing happened to my car except for the fact that the noise, the sound that something had hit you. And then he took my bumper off, and it was just gone. One day I'm going to show you the picture and you're just going to see what happened. Just took the bumper off. But how does this kind of vehicle hit you? And, not, and nothing happens to your car. It does not flip. It does not turn. Nothing happens because God gave his angels charge over me. And he's alive. He will save you and he'll deliver you. So he sent me to tell you when the devil brings your thought back to where well, we Doctors said, we can't help anymore. Well, you got this pain? You see, they told you this. Take that moment, God said, take your mind. Put your mind back on me. That is your responsibility. Amen. This is warfare, so it's not going to, your mind is not automatically going to go on the Lord if you don't put your mind on the Lord. If you're just waiting for, okay, uh, Lord, somehow you just cannot just put my mind. No. You let not your heart be troubled. That that is not God's responsibility. You're not a robot. Jesus said in John 14, you let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And I've been teaching for the past two weeks. The Father is with you. The Son of God is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. The
1: grace of our Lord Jesus is with you. You got Jesus who defeated the devil. He's with you.
0: The love of God that never fails, that love is with you, has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. I mean, your heart is filled with the love of God that tells you, come what may You have made it, and you will make it. God will make all things well for you. That love that tells you nothing shall be able to separate you from the love of God. Ladies and gentlemen, when you had no strength, Christ died for you. When we were sinners, and people got to get this, it is not when you started going to church it's not when you started reading your Bible every day and confessing the scriptures and you're such a wonderful person helping everybody all around and giving. And No, all those things are good. But when we were sinners, Christ died for us. Come on, give God a shout. It was when we were sinners. When we were sinners. Do you read that devotional? You got to take note of God's tenses. God's tenses. Past tense, present tense, tenses. English language, the time: past, present, yeah?
1: It was when we were sinners that Christ died for us. Not when you were good. If he died for your sins when you were sinners, you are a sinner,
0: what do you think he's going to do for you Now that you are his child, he will defend you. He will send his angels to keep charge, keep charge over you. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. You will not dash your foot against a stone. There are human beings who don't believe that the Bible is God's word. Some of them call themselves agnostics, atheists, all kinds of things. Even the same devil who, is, who has lied to you, deceiving you,
1: the devil himself believes God's word. And prove it from scripture. He doesn't believe to be saved, but he believes that the word of God is God's word. He believes that it was sent from God. He quoted it. Come on, people.
0: When you refer to something like Reverend John is going to go to court and present something before the judge and say, Judge, according to this previous case or this precedent, you're quoting something that happened, that the society has accepted. It went through the court system, and it was ruled as such. And so based on this, I'm arguing my case. Isn't that something like that? I could have been a lawyer, you know.
1: Well, maybe. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. God Almighty set
0: us free through Jesus Christ when we were sinners. Now that we belong to him, now that you are his own, you think he's going
1: to desert you? No. No, he will never leave you nor forsake you. But you have a responsibility. Amen. I'm going to come back and finish the part about his
0: angels giving charge over you and then the devil believing God's word, that it is from God. But I need for you to know that God who says, when you're going through something, he says, take your mind off that imagination, the picture that the devil is giving to you, the thought, the doubt, and put your mind on me, because I keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind on me. If you look at my power and not... The power of the sickness, the virus, the COVID, the Black Plague, the whatever. Keep your mind on me. I'm bigger than the Goliath you're dealing with. That mountain before you, I created
1: mountains. I mean, God created mountains. He walked on water because he made the water. He made the ocean. So he can walk on it. He rides upon the wings of the wind. He makes the clouds his
0: chariots. He moves in the heavens in his excellency to your aid. And the beauty of all this, the beauty of all this is that the demons, the devil, and his cohorts who are fighting against you know this.
1: They know this. They just don't want you to know it. Praise God. Somebody said it's too late. Praise God. Thank God. Yes. Yeah. Once I was
0: blind. I love that guy. He knew God's pot- tenses. Once I was, I was, not I
1: am. I was blind. But now I see, baby. Yes, sir. I see. He was wounded for our transgressions;
0: he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement,
1: needful for our peace, was upon, was upon him. Past tense is done already.
0: Satan can't change it. And by commandori andosa by his strives. We are healed. Don't you love his tenses? Ah, yeah, baby. Right
1: now, I am healed. And it's not I'm going to be healed. Well, well, Pastor,
0: but but if I'm really healed, how come this pain? You know, you know your problem? Watch this. You have not taken authority. You're not walking in your authority. As the ruler of the earth and the ruler of your circumstances. You're thinking you're a victim. And you're blaming God or your friends or your wife or your husband or somebody. But you are not walking in authority. That, when you start thinking
1: like that and talking like that, that's your problem. You're not walking in authority. Oh, yeah, yeah that, this is very good. <laughs> very powerful. Because when God created you,
0: he created you to walk in authority and dominion. Presidents, heads of states, royals, kings and queens don't think like that and talk like that. They don't talk like they're the victim and somebody, well, why is this going on? And who's
1: going to help me? You don't think like that when you're royalty. After my experience, after God delivered me from that truck, it was vehicular warfare,
0: real thing. Somebody with hatred in his eyes with a truck, driving, not
1: changing lanes, coming diagonally at you. That's warfare. They don't know you from anywhere. I, I don't know. I'm in North Carolina. Road trip from Virginia to Florida. Road trip, I
0: have planned my stops. I'm going to go to Dr. Martin Luther King's uh, church. I'm going to go to his um, uh, uh, memorial. All these places, go to Charleston. I'm going to do all these things. And then I'm going to preach for two Sundays in Florida, dedicating two two little children. That dedication service, I did that dedication service. God gave me prophecies for like 20 children. I mean, I, I, was, I was amazed myself. It won't stop, just flowing. The Spirit is flowing. Like, and, I, and I'm like, okay, okay. I see why the devil did not want me to come here. Then next Sunday, the two services, next Sunday, I did the preaching, teaching, you do your thing, you pray, and then I'm, I'm, I'm closing the service. You know, you're doing the benediction. And as I'm doing the benediction, the Spirit of the Lord says, Somebody has heart
1: trouble. I'm healing them now. Say it. Benediction. Only God. So I say it. And I close the service and I'm done. A young
0: man, not at that location, but watching, thank God for technology, you know, by Zoom or, you know, technology, watching, has that I don't know. Whom I don't know, and I don't know about this,
1: this thing, has an appointment with his cardiologist the next day. I mean, who but God?
0: Who but God? And, and, and mind you, look at how God shows people his love. A minister has done a service, and you can tell he's
1: closing the service. And maybe, maybe this person join the service just with one plea, one prayer, Lord, touch me. And unknown to the minister, but God has
0: heard the prayer. And the minister says, you know, we're human. We just do our stuff.
1: But as you're doing your thing, the spirit is working with you. And he gives you this word. Because somebody has one plea to God. He loves you.
0: That's an assurance to that gentleman that God loves him, God heard him, God knows your case. You know, sometimes some of you are like, Lord, so when are you going to touch my daughter? I've been praying for so long. I've been talking to you about my son. I've been talking to you about this job thing. Today I taught you this. You're now walking in authority.
1: And it's nobody's fault. It sounds harsh, but I want to shake you. Sounds harsh, but
0: I want to shake you out of that place, change your thinking, and change that attitude, and stop accusing God, and be a worker together with God.
1: Stop, God, why? God, when? Hey, you are a child of the living God. Healing is the children's bread. Staple bread. You don't beg for bread. How many how many of you have your children begging for bread in the morning?
0: You would be brokenhearted if you're three-year-old. Um, I know it's kind of hard for you. I know you don't really want to help me, but can you give me a little bread? Would you not be brokenhearted if your daughter said that to you? Imagine, I mean, I don't know how God feels, but I'm human. Just kind of, you know, extend it, extrapolate
1: it to God. Like, if, if we who are human know how to give good gifts to our children, thank you. How much more? How much more? I mean, you know how to
0: give good gifts. And then you're going to accuse God that, God, you don't care. I mean, really? Come on, people, seriously?
1: So if you're online and you've been praying that kind of way, today you stop. It stops. Pray with authority. You say, Satan, I take authority over you. In the name
0: of the Lord Jesus, this name that is above every name, I render you powerless, impotent in this area of my life. And
1: I command you out because this body is the temple of the living God. The grace of Jesus is with me. The love of God is with
0: me. And nothing shall separate me from this love. And furthermore,
1: furthermore, the fellowship, which is communion, partnership, partaking together, eating together
0: with the Holy Spirit in all his gifts, in his nature, his characteristics, in the fruit of the Spirit. His anointing that destroys the yoke and removes burdens. That power is with me. The power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is with me. Quickens my
1: mortal body. And so Goliath, today you're going down. You have not come against man. You have come against God. You have
0: not defied man, you have defied God. And you are going down today in the name of the Lord God of hosts. Just
1: as Moses had a rod, we have the name. So don't stand in front of your Red Sea screaming and crying, oh my God, we're going to
0: die, oh my God, what's going to happen, I don't know, my God, they, our father said you were with them, but what about us, Lord, do you see the Egyptians, do you see the trouble, I mean, do you, see, do you hear what my boss said, do you know the kind of witchcraft they are involving, pastor, you have no idea, you see, these people, you don't know what they do, they draw pentagrams, and they burn candles and he says, and they call on Molech, and they call on Rethiam, and they call angels, Whatever. And Pastor, man, Pastor, you have no idea. The ancestral spirits, the demonic powers, and the generational curses have been
1: dealing with. Pastor, you have no idea. You know your problem? All those wrong things you've been listening to. That's what got you walking in fear. If God be for you, mic drop moment. Who can? be against you. None. And the devil knows this. Ladies and gentlemen, I
0: was telling you, the devil believes. It's in James 2.
1: It says, you believe there is one God, the demons also believe. And you know what they do? They tremble. Ooh. They tremble in fear. They say, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Paul and born again believers, I know.
0: But you who are not born again,
1: you, are, you who are walking in witchcraft like me, like the demon. You who are dealing in the occult, who are you? Don't let any so-called minister of
0: deliverance use that scripture and say that who are you refers to you, the born-again believer. It does not refer to you, the born-again believer. It's been used against born-again believers by some so-called ministers of
1: deliverance. They make you afraid, and they tell you you have to depend on them to set you free. Who is man? It is God who sets free. But I love the fact that the devil
0: said to Jesus, if you are the son of
1: God. No, he didn't say if you are the son of God. He said, if you are the son of God, cast yourself down. Can I do that? Cast
0: yourself down from this high place, pinnacle of the temple you not going to hurt yourself because you, you know, as I know, God said through Moses, your lawgiver, in Psalm 91, he said he would give his angels charge over you. Even the devil believes that. So on the day he sent that truck driver,
1: maybe he's filled with hatred, doesn't like black people, he sees this black, black guy, young looking Driving is nice Mercedes, you know. And, and because of my
0: age, I'm from that, you know, back that time where you just use one hand like that. Yeah. And then the other hand. So he saw that and he was
1: like, I hate this guy. And the devil says, go after him. Go after him. And God said, angels, get ready to show
0: this guy that this is my servant. This is the one who serves me, whose I am and whom I serve.
1: Paul quoted that. He said, the God whose I am and whom I serve, he will deliver me. So that man kept driving that day saying, wait a minute. How does that guy's car keep going? How did it not flip?
0: No glass broken, nothing. What happened? Because
1: God gave his angels charge over me. You have a responsibility, ladies and gentlemen, to work together with the Holy Spirit. You are a spirit formed man, you are a spirit formed woman. This is the title of my message, Spirit-Formed People. So if you're a woman, when you're studying it, you
0: study it as I'm a Spirit-Formed woman. If you're a man, you study it as I'm a Spirit-Formed man. Come on, people. We are Spirit-Formed people. There's a supernatural dimension to you.
1: Amen? Learn to take authority. Praise God. Learn to operate as I was teaching you from Matthew 15. I didn't give the
0: reference, but Brother Ray, in Matthew 15, there's a woman who was a Gentile. She was not Jewish. In the time Jesus was alive, this woman came from uh, Sidon, this, this place. You know, in fact, there are two towns, Tyre and Sidon. So she comes and she's chasing after Jesus' disciples. Oh, Lord, my daughter has demons troubling her. Come and help, Lord, Lord, Lord. And making all kinds of noise and rackets, And, you know, it's embarrassing. And so the disciples said, Lord, just send this woman away. I mean, she's not Jewish. She's not one of them. Just send her away. And it says, it's interesting. Go home and read it. Matthew five
1: fifteen. It says that Jesus did not even answer her a word. Jesus did not answer her a word. she cried for it and Jesus didn't
0: answer and by the way Jesus is a reflection of God
1: so that is likely teaching us that God is not moved by your crying not moved by your crying it is faith that moves God I was telling you the story of Moses yeah for the Red Sea. The Egyptians are after us. You know what God said to him? Moses, 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 Moses. That's like, uh, you ever watch uh, that
0: movie? It was it Charleston Hurston? Hel- Hes- Heston. Heston, who's leading the Israelites from Egypt
1: through the Red Sea? Yeah. Ten Commandments, thank you. You know. Israelites! Israelites! And they're still murmuring. And he's like, what are we going to do? And then a voice says, why are you crying to me? You're like, wait a minute. I thought you called me into ministry. I got a problem I'm talking to you about it, and you're saying, crying to you? Well, who should I cry to? God said, "Amen." Hey man, what you got in your hand? Excuse me. Where are you crying to me? What you got in your hand? My hand? What do you mean my hand? A mic? No, oh Jack. They didn't have microphones then. It's this other one. Oh, yeah, the stick. Oh, so today you're going to call it just a stick. You know how we are. We treat spiritual things as common Today, the blood of Jesus is nothing to you. The name of Jesus is nothing to you. Well, well, I read the Bible
0: anyway. I quoted the scripture. Look at your attitude. You treat the word of God like it's nothing. How do you, how you expect to get a result? You're not walking in authority. You're not commanding. You're not ruling the earth. Yet you want things to change. Come on, people. Presidents and leaders, Congress, they want things to change. They make a law to profit to them first. (laughs) They buy their stocks and then they make this company do this or do that with the insider trade. Why do we have insider trading in
1: this world? Because humans are selfish. You got to learn things and change your life.
0: Walk in authority. Walk as a supernatural person, a spirit formed person. Don't walk like a mere person. We are not mere men. The Bible says we are not mere men. We are all humans, yet you read the Bible and says you are not a mere man. God is telling your worth and you don't even know your worth. He's telling your value, you don't know your value. Stop complaining about our young people that we've prayed for, we've raised up, you put fire in them, you put in them value. And today they are demanding their value and you are complaining. Well, I don't know why. You don't want to do this. I don't know why. Because they watch their parents work for 30, 40, 50 years struggle and don't have much to show for it. And they've decided, I'm not going to walk the same way. I will not be a slave for these companies. Because you taught them they have worth
1: and they have value. I know I preach well today. You don't like it, I'm happy. The devil is mad and I'm happy. People whose
0: hearts are open have received this truth of the word of God. And they are changed forever. Because you're not a mere man. You're a spirit formed woman or man. This is why in the Bible, people were called, thou man of God. A young man called Timothy, Paul raised him up in ministry. He'd been influenced by his grandmother and his mother in the ways of the Lord. Then he met the apostle
1: Paul, was groomed into ministry. You know what Paul called him? Thou man of God. What's that saying? You're changed. Don't let anybody despise your youth.
0: Because in his community, they won't listen to him because he was young.
1: He said, don't be conditioned by it. What's the problem in your community? Bigotry, tribalism,
0: racism, sexism, what other ism? It does not matter. Don't you let that condition you and make you think like the devil wants you to think. Think like God wants you to think. In the series of the teaching we saw in Philippians 2, you have the mind of Christ. So God says to Moses, what do you have in your hand? He said, ah, yeah, yeah." okay, well,
1: I'll just be fair to Moses, the rod that you gave me. That's also another problem. Yeah, yeah, you think you're being modest and you think you're being spiritual. No. Oh. When he gives it to you, it is no longer the rod you gave me, it is my rod. Do you remember when Adam, Adam, and Eve messed up in the garden? Eve wasn't the first person Adam God
0: asked questions of. He asked of Adam. Some of you guys, you're married, you complain too much. Well, my, my, my wife won't do this, my
1: wife won't do this, my wife won't. Who is the head? Who is the head? At some point, you've got to say,
0: baby, okay, you said this, I said that, we see this, I see that, you know what? I am going to be responsible for the decision. It is on me. Just like your CEO does, just like your supervisor does, just like the head of the company does, you say I'm
1: going to be responsible for this decision. Hold me responsible. But this is the way we're going. Amen. There's a captain of a ship.
0: There's a pilot of, an, of a plane. There's a, a senior pastor of a church. We are all equal. But when it, comes to, when it comes to organizations, somebody has to be the head and the eyes are in the head. The eyes are not in the feet. The eyes are not in the ribs. The eyes are not in the side. They are in the head. So
1: it is where the head looks. That's where we're going. So Adam says, It is a it is a woman you gave me. Silly man. You forgot now she is your woman.
0: Ain't no longer God's woman, was God's child, God gave her to you. It's now your woman,
1: baby. Hey, guy, it is your responsibility. It is your responsibility. When it favors you,
0: you quote all the scriptures, you know what to say. But when you feel like it doesn't favor you,
1: then you're trying to chicken out. Chicken, chicken, chicken. Shame on you. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, when it's sweet and nice. Yeah, baby, you're bone of my blood, flesh of my flesh. Yeah, what do you want, baby? How's it going to be? Turn
0: the lights low you know, let's get a wine, let's get a candle, you know. You know, we, we, you know, line up the candle like a runway in, in the airport at night for the plane to land.
1: You know all that. Then when you mess up, and God says, what did you do? It's, it's a woman you gave me. From that day, God said, these people,
0: when it comes to marriage, I ain't involved as in choosing. When you're married, he's involved. But as in going to choose, God said, I, I I involved. Didn't you read that in the Bible? He who finds a wife. Some of you men have been fasting and praying for 20,000 years.
1: God sent me a wife. He said, didn't you read the Bible? <laughs> he said, <laughs> you go and find Because the last time I gave one
0: of you a wife, when you messed up, you spoke against me. I'm out of that business. After you find and you consecrate it to me, I'm with you in it.
1: But I am finding for you. (laughs) I know that's good. Thank you, Pastor Sandra. Or was it who said that?
0: You switched on me. You used to be here over there.
1: Yeah, amen.
0: Okay, she wants me to be in the spirit too, to, to listen to the
1: spirit. So God said, what do you have? And Moses said, I have a rod. He said, stretch it over the problem. Stretch it. God didn't come down, send an angel,
0: and the angel took the rod out of Moses' hand, and the angel did the angelic thing. I don't know what angels do.
1: Like, I, I don't know, but, you know. Angels are stronger than humans, you yeah. know. But on earth, we have authority. God said we shall even judge fallen angels. Isn't that right? So, God said, stretch your rod. And Moses stretched a rod. If you, imagine you're Moses, yeah? A moment ago, you see like this huge water before you, you know? My little niece,
0: she's now grown, graduated, beautiful young lady, smart, doing well, just amazing. But when she was like three years old, a little girl, she said, a big water with salt, that's ocean. That's how she described, you know, a big water with salt. She liked the small water, you know, the the pool, that's, I can handle that, but that, I don't like this one, this one is, you know, it's it's dangerous, you know. (laughs) So Moses is looking at this big water with salt.
1: One moment, he's scared. And the next moment, under the direction of God, he stretches his rod. Wow. I tell you, some miracles, when they happen and God works with you, you're like, wow. You yourself, you are amazed. You you are like, wow. Wow. The, 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 ocean, <laughs> the ocean opened and humans walked on dry ground. And when it opened to the
0: left and right, it stood straight and
1: hard like ice instantly. That defies all natural laws. But, ladies and gentlemen, the supernatural is stronger
0: than the natural. So, you can be told that naturally you can't walk. Naturally, this thing will never, you know, this organ can never be healed. I remember I went, I went to the Federal Aviation Administration, teach a Bible study, teach a Bible study, maybe like 17 years, weekly. Every week. So one day I went to teach. I got back home, and, and uh, a friend of mine had uh, come to look for me because his friend, I didn't know his friend, his friend was a car dealer. The child had been born, and there was brain swelling in the brain, swelling in the infant's brain. And they said, in 72 hours, the little child. Dead. Also, half of her brain was dead. Fairfax Hospital in Virginia. Go and check;
1: it is on record. Fairfax, you can go check Fairfax Hospital in Virginia. So, I go with my friend. We go to the hospital, and
0: I'm praying. My eyes are closed. He tells me this story. I was there, but he tells me this part of the story. He said, Pastor, I was thinking Jesus said, watch and pray. So while you were praying, I was watching. I was looking.
1: (laughs) Some people are funny, you know. They they are like comedians. (laughs) And he said to me,
0: And, and, you know, God, God is, God has a sense of humor. So my friend, he's a a white man. And the reason I'm saying he's a white man is because of what he said. The baby was white. So I'm only talking about color because of what he said and what, what it was, was as I was watching, you were praying as I was watching, I saw the baby's color change.
1: He was white, like ash, white, like a sheet as they say in English, you know, But as
0: you were praying, I saw his color change.
1: He said from his forehead, color. He got red, and he's changing down his little body. Yeah. I saw the change after I opened my eyes. And the doctors and the nurses saw that, and they they rushed over. Excuse us, we we got to attend to the child. See what's going on. Changed. The Spirit of God healed that child. Instantly, instantly healed that child. And what they said that when brain is dead, it does not revive. The child's brain was resurrected by Jesus Christ,
0: by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit formed. He quickened the child's mortal. Mortal means subject to death, but the Spirit of God is greater than death. He quickened his mortal body. May mercy say no to whatever has attacked your life.
1: Cancer will not take you out. By his stripes, you are healed. Diabetes will not take you out. We will fight with the word. We will fight with exercise.
0: We will fight by canceling sugar out of our diet. If you are struggling with cancer, you must, you must kill sugar. Don't say, you know, my, what do they say? I have
1: sugar... Uh, my tongue, what is it? My sweet tooth. You are a child of God, a man of God. Sweet tooth does not control you.
0: Word of God lives, powerful, sharper than any two edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder. Hebrews 4 12 and 13. I started that scripture, of spirit, soul, bone, and marrow. A human being is a spirit, lives in the body, has a soul. The moment you can get the word of God into your spirit, and that word goes from your spirit into your soul, changes your thinking, begins to enter into your emotions, and forms your will to line up with the will of God. As the Bible says in Philippians 2.13,
1: it is God who works in you by his spirit, making you willing and able to do his
0: pleasure. So the word changes your will to God's will. And the word moves from your spirit to your soul. That move from your spirit to your soul enters into your
1: body, into your bone, your bone, and osteoporosis leaves. Hmm and enters into your blood and your marrow, where your blood is being formed, healed that little baby. He got a new brain. The swelling
0: instantly stopped. I had actually never seen this in my life. They had taken half of, it, half of the skull off because the pressure will explode.
1: So they took half to relieve the pressure. I didn't know, I didn't know that could be done. Put it back. Baby was fine. Completely healed. Completely healed. That
0: car dealer invited me to the baby's
1: high school graduation. The Lord did it. You are healed. Amen. Let me read this scripture to you and then we pray. Amen. Isn't God good? All right. Give him praise, somebody. Hallelujah. Spirit-formed man,
0: spirit-formed woman. Yes? Okay. Please turn,
1: first of all, to 1 Samuel chapter 10. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And verse 6. First Samuel 10. Oh, thank you, Jesus. My Bible is taking a while to get there, but... First Samuel 10, 6. And the
0: Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you shall prophesy. You speak by the Spirit
1: with them. Please read the last part of verse 6. 1, 2, 3, please read. And shall be turned into another man. Praise the Lord. Yes, Brother Gary. Let's do it again.
0: Verse 6, and the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you shall prophesy. So you speak by the Spirit, yes, with them. And you shall read, you shall be turned into another man. When the Spirit comes upon you, you are turned. Satan will keep telling you, you are still the same old you. You're going to meet friends who try to take you back to what you used to be. You have to know this, live it, declare it to the devil, to spirit, to your friends. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. I'm a new person. Thank you. All things
1: have passed away. Behold, all things are new, baby. They are new. You're a new person. A new person. Amen. A new person. Disciples used to be afraid of all these Pharisees and Sadducees
0: and the far to see people and the sad to see people and all these religious leaders. But when the Holy Ghost came upon them, turn, turn, somebody turn, turn quick. Acts 4, Pastor Sandra, Acts 4, 13.
1: 13. When the Holy Ghost came upon them, in Acts 4.13, it says when they, they,
0: they, they looked at Peter and John, saw the boldness of Peter and John, they took
1: note of them that they had been with Jesus. Something like that. Acts 4.13. Are you there? Yeah. Though they were unlearned and ignorant men. I think it said something like
0: that. He said, "But wait a minute, wait a minute. These, these people... I went to I went to an Acacia High with her, but 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 you know that's when people can't talk anymore. They can't you know, they just they
1: don't get it. Like, but I know her. But look, I know her. But yeah, I I can I I
0: wonder how it's going to feel like when somebody who knows Reverend Janice, like from the courtroom, yeah. Happens to like come in here one Sunday when she's preaching. You you know, you see the times when she gets on fire. Just opens the Word of God and she's on fire. She says, "Jump live!" Like,
1: oh, I wish one of these lawyers would just come see her. Wait a minute. Is that same lawyer? Oh, yeah. What? Wait. She is a spirit form. Person. Amen. We had a, a gentleman come from Chicago come visit with us, stay with us. I took him to
0: Washington. He's a businessman doing his business and all that. Then, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we come to church. I mean, he's staying with us, so come to
1: church and I do my thing. And then at the end of the service, he's staying away from me, and he's,
0: what's going on? He's kind of funny, he's just strange, you know. like he's afraid of me. You know, it's just,
1: so I, I said to Meg, what's going on? He said, hey, husband, he's a different person. He, he helped me with all this business thing, and we're doing this Thursday, Friday, But when, when he, he's a, different, he's a different person. Spirit formed man. Spirit formed man. Last week, I'm teaching about the Holy Spirit,
0: fellowshiping with the Holy Spirit. I taught, I prayed, and then at the end, just like in Florida, at the end, last week, I'm praying, you, some of you who are here, you noticed that at the end, the Spirit of God started ministering through me about uh, healing of women, especially, you know, like uh, reproductive areas and, uh, and even like uh, monthly cycles, you know, women. It wasn't about men, it was
1: about females. Anybody remember this? So at the end, uh, somebody comes to me for a little counseling
0: prayer and starts to talk about something. I said, but that's where the Holy Spirit was speaking at the end of this. She said, she said to me, yes, Pastor, I was amazed. You did not know that August 11th, I have an appointment for this female thing. And I was amazed
1: that God was talking about it. Amen. Just, just, I, happened. Amen. Sometimes you're ministering and you're like, wait a minute, why am I here? Like certain
0: things I prepared to teach, you know, about fellowship with the Spirit from Philippians 2 and 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of our Lord Jesus, the love of God, the fellowship of the Spirit. And I just wanted to talk last week what I've taught today. And the spirit said, no, just stay. Talk more about when you fellowship with the spirit, your life changes. Your attitudes change. Talk more about the fruit of the spirit. Kindness, love, taking care of each other, family situation. So that's another person talked to me at the end of the service. And when they were talking about their life, their family, specific situations, you know, like in marriage, families, I was like, but... God talked about God. She said, yes, yes. And I saw why the Spirit moved me to preach last, to preach, uh, to stop, not to preach today's message that I prepared to preach about
1: the Spirit, not to preach it last week, because he knew what people, amen. He formed not only those two. I'm sure there were other people too. He
0: formed you a certain way, and the devil can no longer defeat you.
1: Amen. Just as he has formed us today. Amen. I believe that one significant
0: area he has formed people, in addition to whatever it is he told you, is
1: that you have authority. Take charge. Take charge. Amen.
0: Those who don't know God are always crying and screaming. But when you worship, what you cannot obtain by any other means, you can obtain by worship. Matthew 15, what the Gentile woman could not obtain by screaming and shouting after Jesus, because it was the law of Moses that was enforced at the time, grace had not come. But when she worshipped Jesus... Because God created all of, all of us, regardless of covenant, to worship Him. When you worship,
1: she worshiped Jesus. A scripture says Jesus stopped and answered her. So instead of complaining, well, Pastor, you don't know. I've heard a number of times Reverend
0: Janice has preached and said this like somebody who say to a Janice, you don't know what I'm going through. You know, it's easy for you, See, you have this life. You, You had a wonderful marriage and a wonderful man, but you don't know what I go through. You know, when you're talking like that, you're talking like somebody, listen to yourself. You're talking like a beggar. You're not talking like a queen or a king. In fact, let me just say queen, out. You're not talking like a son of God. You're not talking like a royal priesthood. Are we ready to pray? Pray with authority. Are you ready to receive in your life a manifestation of what you have believed for that has not happened, but you are now going to receive it instead of by complaining, you're going to receive it through worship? Lord, I worship you. You are above this problem. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. I set your name apart above all names. Ladies and gentlemen, that was how David prayed. Without using the phrase, hallowed be your name. That is how he prayed when he stood before Goliath. He said, I come against you in the name of the Lord God of hosts, whom you have defied. You have not defied man, you have defied God. He's putting God above Goliath. He's making the battle the Lord's and not David and Goliath. It is God and Goliath. Even in English language, in human life, today, people use the expression, David versus Goliath. Even people who are not born again say that. It's become part of our world. We say it. It's like, how many know this phrase, by the skin of your teeth? Don't people say this all the time? Do you know where it came from? The book of Job. This is where it came into the world. How
1: it came into the world. There's so many things people say that came from the Bible. They don't even know it's from the Bible. Yeah. You can get by worship right now. What you've not gotten
0: any other way. She worshiped Jesus. And Jesus said, what do you want? Same thing she's been screaming for. For however long, we don't know. But the moment
1: you worship, Jesus stopped. Said, so What do you want? She said, I want my daughter well. She said, okay, you got it. You got it. What are you asking for? She said, I want my daughter healed. Jesus said, well, healing is for the children.
0: It's the children's bread. She said, yeah, yeah, but the dogs,
1: your children don't know how to eat well. <laughs> they be dropping crumbs all over the floor and their dogs eat it. Jesus okay, then go home. You got it. If crumbs can deliver. You let deliverance ministers tell you, if you give me $10,000, you know, I'm so big. I got all these
0: powers in the spirit. I deal with principle. No. Deliverance is crumbs. It is not even the whole loaf that delivers. It is crumbs. It is the crumbs that deliver. I
1: love God. Get ready to
0: receive. Stand to your feet in the name of Jesus. And let's worship for deliverance to come through what? The crumbs. The little flower. Crumbs that fall from the, 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 you know, the crumbs of the word of God. The flower is the word. The flower, the bread is the word. Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus is the word. The flour, the bread represents the word. You know, those little things that fall from the word. By his stripes you healed. I love you. My grace is sufficient for you. Those little things there.
1: Those are the crumbs that deliver. Amen. Then when you eat the word,
0: it takes sickness away from me. The number of my days he fulfills. So that truck driver can't kill me. Diabetes can't kill you. God is the one who fulfills the number of my days. See, as you're eating that, you're eating the whole loaf. Attending to the word. Inclining your ear to his sayings. Looking at the word. And the word becomes medicine to all your flesh. Thank you, Father, for healing the sick. Thank you, Father, for delivering the oppressed. Thank you for power that has changed us today in the name of Jesus. We worship you. We thank you. We bless you. Please personalize it. Say, I thank you. I bless you. I worship you. Put it in your own words. Personalize it. I thank you that I have authority, and now I exercise my authority in the name Jesus. I stretch forth my rod, which is what? The name of Jesus. I stretch it against the diabetes, against the blood pressure, against sugar, against Whatever, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I declare that these who oppressed me I will see no more, I declare that the ocean before me opens for me, I declare an open door for by my God, I leap over walls, by my God, I break through the troop, I declare there are breakthroughs for me, in the name of Jesus I receive my breakthrough. I receive my liberty. I walk in my freedom today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Worship him. Adore him. Express yourself however you want to. Both in the sanctuary and at home, just express yourself however you want to in the name of Jesus. Receive that deliverance, receive that healing. Believe the Lord your God, you are established. Believe the Lord your God that you have possessed your possessions in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for your blessing upon everybody here in the sanctuary. Everybody at home, thank you for their loved ones. Thank you for their families. The grace of our Lord Jesus, be with them. The love of God, be with them. The power, the presence, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, be with
1: them. Cause them to become spirit formed. Men and women of God. In Jesus' name, long life is yours.
0: I said, long life is yours in Jesus' name. You will not cast your foot against any stone in Jesus' name. Nothing shall by any means hurt you in Jesus' name. You're not going to die by a car accident, plane accident, crashes, or train uh, derailment. You will not be taken out. But you fulfill the number of your days and fulfill divine destiny. By the power of God, in Jesus' name. Finally, may the Lord use you to change others. To bring grace, love, and goodness from God. By the Spirit to others. You receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you become witnesses of Jesus' love, his resurrection power. Receive the anointing. Receive the power. The anointing destroy yokes, remove burdens, and usher you forth into the place of fulfillment of divine destiny. Receive this blessing today in Jesus' name. And all who believe and agree said, Amen. Let's give the Lord praise. I love you, church. God bless you. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. God bless you. As we end the service, we want to do this. We want to give unto God. Tithes, offerings, gifts of love. For those of you online who want to give to God and to support the work of this ministry in the Washington, D.C. area, where you are and around the world, there are three ways you can give. It's going to be on the screen. For those who are only listening, they are listening only, that is audio only, I have to actually tell you, because they are not looking at what you can see on your screen. So I have to tell you this, the three ways are by Zelle, PayPal, and also you may send a check in the mail. Zelle Bank Transfer to World Missions Ministries. This is not to an individual, but to the ministry. The number is 571-234-2387.
1: 571 234 2387. So, those of you who have Zell,
0: you can support the work of this ministry by typing these numbers five seven one two three four two three eight seven. And give whatever is on your heart, whatever you choose to give. God bless you. You may also go now online to wmmchurch.org. Org, O-R-G. W-M-M-church.org. You may do that now. That you give securely through PayPal. So the moment you go to wmmchurch.org, just click on the donate button that comes up in the middle of your screen. Just click on that and give whatever you choose to give. God bless you. Finally, this location where we meet every Sunday and have teaching coming to you at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we actually start praise and worship at 1030. But this location... You can send a check in the mail. The address here, World Missions Ministries, the address is 6805 East Clinton Street. The city is Clinton. You know, like former President Clinton, that same spelling, Clinton, Maryland. The state is Maryland. In America, we have what they call a zip the zip is 20735. 20735. And that's USA. Amen. So it's World Missions Ministries, 6805 East Clinton Street, Clinton, Maryland. 20735, USA. And if you're ever in the area or even visiting from overseas, that's the address. Come join us at 11 a.m. for the Word of God for a time of power and transformation through the Spirit. I pray now for you, the Lord
1: give you victory financially. Victory financially. I declare you
0: free from the spirit of poverty, the spirit of debt and indebtedness, free from stress, financial stress, Supernaturally, the Lord help you. Give you a breakthrough in Jesus' name. However he will do it, it's up to him. But I believe, God, that he gives you a supernatural breakthrough in Jesus' name. May the earth give her increase to you. In the name of Jesus, the Lord raised people to sow into your life, give into your life. The Lord give you divine contacts and connections, open doors for you for business contacts. In the name of the Lord Jesus, for capital to fund the idea that God gave to you. The Lord opened doors for you, even governments to favor you in the name of Jesus so your projects will go through in the name Jesus the lord give you that favor and give you wisdom to prosper so that you can fund the gospel of Jesus all the world over receive it now in Jesus name and i believe god that you be healthy healthy so that sickness will not be taking your money And sickness will not take you away from living and enjoying your life with your family, living out your life, and doing the business or whatever God called you to do. The Lord free you from sicknesses, diseases, infirmities. Make you strong and healthy. In Jesus' name. Be saved. Your household be saved.
1: Be saved. Your household be saved. In Jesus' name.
0: If you agree, you can say amen. Even those online, I don't hear you, but God hears you, say amen. It means so be it. God bless you
1: richly. Amen. This ends our online